Y'all, I'm so tired of these telemarketers and this expired warranty foolishness. I get phone calls and text messages about it all the time. And no matter how many numbers I block or how many times I sit on the phone specifically to be able to push nine or seven or whatever button they tell you to push to remove yourself off the list, I still get phone calls. And what's worse is they even mail you crap now. Like, please go away. No one wants your scammy ass service. I just don't know how they do it or how that's legal. It's literally harassment. But on another note, I just stumbled upon Country Comfort on Netflix and I love it, y'all. It's kind of like a fun Southern version of Hey Jesse on the Disney Channel. I mean, tell me you're a mom without actually telling me you're a mom. Am I right? <laughs> but I think it's the cutest show and the dad ain't bad on the eyes either. Anyway, y'all, let's get into this episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom, talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hey, hello, I'm Lola, and welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage. If you're back for another episode, thank you so much for tuning in and coming back. I'm so glad you're here. I just want to send a little shout out to my sis Jess of J Revive. Thanks so much for the review, girl. If y'all could leave me some written reviews as well, that would be great, so I know how I'm doing. So I had a fun little weekend with my family. Our oldest had fun with her bestie and family in Florida for their spring break because spring break in Florida is about two or three weeks earlier than spring break in Georgia. So we just took the younger two off to Helen, Georgia and kind of did some fun little stuff in the mountains with them. But now we're back home, getting back into the groove of work. It's really hard for us to kind of let go, relax and everything else. So this weekend was definitely much needed. But now it's back on the grind. So I'm here with a coffee and ready to get the show on the road. Actually, I'm literally on the road because I'm also sitting in the car rider line waiting for the kids to get out of school. So multitasking like a real adult, you know, hashtag adulting. Anyway, in today's episode, we're doing another mental health check-in. I want to check in on y'all and see how you're doing and also let you know how my last week has been and what I've been changing since my last mental health check-in episode. I guess I'll start off by saying, how has your week been? Anything new? Anything you've been struggling with? I know you can't actually answer me right now because this is a podcast, but feel free to send me a DM or I'll have a question box up on stories uh, when this episode comes out and you can tell me there. I struggle a lot with letting go. 
mainly letting go of things I can't control or that already happened, especially if I know I've been wronged in some way. It's hard for me to move on. I don't know why, but I'm working on it with my therapist. Obviously, when it comes to like a person wronging me, if they own up to it and like apologize, I'm Gucci and we can move on. I won't forget it, but I'll forgive for sure. But when it's like a common occurrence from someone or it's a company and I know they don't give a shit, it's really hard for me to let go. It makes my blood boil. I'm working on it though. Just trying to not let things bother me and get to me the way that they used to. So that's definitely something I'm working on. I've been extremely stressed because I have this certification for work that I need to take so that I can continue you know, on and having a dual license and the company that I have to go through to get this test taken is like the most unprofessional company I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the first time it took me like eight months to get anything done or scheduled. And because of their screw up, I have to go back and now I'm having to wait again trying to get a hold of someone like I guess I'm gonna have to write to the Better Business Bureau again like I did the first time in order to get something done but it's just it's definitely been a stressful time for me and it still kind of is but I'm just trying to be positive and like take things day by day which if you know me you know that is a real growth for me because before starting my self-care and self-love journey I would have literally freaked out just been so depressed and so stressed out And I was for a little while, but then I sat down with my therapist and we went through, we went over everything and went over options and just learning how to let go and move forward as well to just do what I can and manifest what I'm working on and what I'm trying to get, but also know that there will be bumps in the road. There's not one successful person that hasn't had many failures or obstacles, hurdles to jump over, or hoops to jump through, whatever metaphor you want to use. I've also been continuing my gratitude every night. If you've heard in a previous episode, I mentioned the book The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. Byrne? I don't know how to say her last name, but we'll just call her Rhonda B for right now. But yeah. I've been reading the magic and in the magic they have there's this magic rock exercise where you pick like a magic rock or something that's going to symbolize something that you want to see every single night and you hold that magic rock in your hand and you think about the day go through all the good things that happened in that day and then you pick the best thing out of that day and you're just you know you're thankful and you say thank you for the best thing that happened in that day it really helps with gratitude overall you know because you have to think back to all the you're thinking all these nice things all these fun things that happened throughout the day so it just kind of helps boost your gratitude and your mood i do that every night i go to sleep usually with a sleep meditation that has affirmations in it just working on my meditation manifestation thing I manifested something and I didn't even realize I manifested it until later on because I wrote down multiple times actually that when I upgraded my podcast mic setup that I wanted to have two mics. I wanted them to be nice and I wanted them to look the same and, you know, be uniform. I'm redoing my office right now and I wanted them to be gold. That was the specific thing. I was like, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just want a gold microphone. I I saw somebody, they have like this awesome, it's not like, it doesn't look anything like the one I had because hers was like sparkly and bejeweled and beautiful and gold. But I was like, 
I don't care when I upgrade my equipment, I want gold mics. And then that was like a couple months ago. And of course, when I'm, you know, doing my gratitude and believing and receiving and all that, sure enough, I found some podcast mics that were at like a great price, had everything I needed, everything I was looking for. And I didn't, I wasn't even looking, like I didn't type in anything to, you know, search for these microphones. I was looking for something completely different on Amazon or whatever. And they just happened to pop up in my search from, you know, obvious previous searches. I was searching my podcast mics at one point and these two had come up and they were on sale because they were double the price at one point. I believe, I don't know why. I don't know if it was like an influx of people buying podcasts and mics or what, but them things was, you know, they was high. So then I saw them and they were at like this bomb price. Now it might not be, you know, the exact same brand as the ones that I saw prior, but they looked literally the same. So I was like, oh my gosh, these are such a good price. I'll be able to get two for the price of what I was going to pay for one. So I did that and they were gold on top of it. So, and then I got them the other day when we came home from our little trip and I was like, you know what? I manifested these and I didn't even realize it. I have my gold podcasting mics. So yeah, that was just a little side note manifestation thing that I happened to think about. I've just been really making sure that I'm working on my mind because that's really going to be a huge part in your self-care and self-love journey. You have to take time out to lift yourself up without boosting yourself up and encouraging yourself or giving yourself that confidence. How are you going to move forward? Other people aren't going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Basically, they're going to be like, "Okay, why should we love you and care about you if you don't even love and care about yourself? You know what I mean? So it's like it's just a very important step in everything you do in life. Honestly, I don't know why this isn't taught in school. Self-love and confidence and all that is so important. It's not even funny, especially if you don't have anyone in your corner or you have like a lot of negative people around you trying to steer you away from your dreams because they're afraid or they don't feel like they could have done, they they don't feel like they could have done it. So they're like, yeah, you can't do it either. Like (laughs) I was scared. So you're going to be scared and you're going to screw up too, which is completely not the truth because we're all completely different people. But if you love yourself and you're your own cheerleader, then you don't have to worry about anybody else. In my experience, honestly, sometimes strangers are more encouraging than the people closest to you. I have close people in my life that are encouraging and helpful and everything else. But a vast majority of the people you know are jealous of the moves you're making, especially if you're like succeeding and you're actually they can see in real life the things that you're posting on Instagram are in fact true you know, like, oh, you know, I traveled to this country or I did this or I started this business or I bought this car or whatever. They can see your achievements and you're a real life person that they know. So they can't just dismiss it and be like, "Mm, that's not real. That's probably fake. That person's probably a fake person, blah, blah, blah. They know it's you. So they're going to be jealous of the moves you're making or they just don't want you to get ahead of them. So of course they're going to discourage you or push down your hopes and dreams because they weren't able to achieve their own dreams and that's their own mindset so they want to instill that fear in you as well they're hoping that you fail so they can come up to you and be like see i told you so you should just do xyz and that's why i didn't try xyz because why it's not real or it's not achievable or the things you see on social media aren't real blah 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 blah. which you know everything you see on social media isn't real But you can't say that people aren't living these amazing lives and achieving their dreams because that's just not true. 
if you want to achieve your dreams and goals, you have to go for them yourself. Something I'm learning is you have to be your own cheerleader, make your own decisions and really make moves in silence. The less people know about what you're actually trying to do, the less they can discourage you. And when you come up and they're like, oh, how did that happen? Then you can tell them all about your steps to success, you know, because you've already achieved it. You've already done it. You didn't have them discouraging you or getting in the way of whatever it was, you know, that you were trying to do. Sometimes you'll go like with your plan to someone that you trust, fully intending to get, you know, a reaction or someone being like, oh my gosh, you know, that's so amazing. That's so great. Let me help you. How can I help you? But most of the time, those people will shoot them down immediately because of their own fear. And then that person just doesn't try. So you just really have to be mindful of the information that you're feeding people because not everybody is your friend. It's one thing to want to be held accountable for something. Even with me wanting to get into meditation and manifestation and back into journaling, talking about it and letting people know and making people aware and also finding other like-minded people that are doing the same, helping others who are trying to change and go on this journey as well. It helps keep me accountable. And I feel like sometimes when you say it out loud in front of other people, especially strangers or whatever, or people that are watching you often, it kind of pushes you to actually do those things so that you're not just all talk. You know, people can't be like, oh, you know, she never finishes or she never follows through with anything, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, you got to have follow through. I feel there's definitely a difference in saying things that you're doing or implementing in your life out loud to be held accountable when you don't follow through with things often. But that's a little different than you telling someone your whole life plan or business plan, especially someone that you know has been negative with something that you've wanted to do or try in the past or whatever. You going to them and sharing ideas, a big pitch or choosing, you know, a career that's not necessarily a regular job like a content creator, you know, YouTuber, whatever that may be, whatever that may look like. Maybe you want to be a musician. Maybe you want to be a clown. I don't know why you would want to be a professional clown. They're terrifying. But, you know, if that's your journey, that's your journey. Either way, you go to them and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I think I could just do blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, "Okay, no, you can't, though. Get a regular nine to five. Don't take any chances whatsoever because it's never going to happen. Didn't happen for me. Not going to happen for you, Tabitha. Okay, go sit down. Whatever it is, just laying all your steps out there and telling people about these big dreams, especially if it's people that haven't necessarily achieved much of anything in their life. Like they live a pretty basic Groundhog Day life. They work the same job that they hate with the same boss that they can't stand. But they tell you not to go for your dreams because they're crazy and just they can't imagine it. They don't know anyone that's ever done that before. It's like, okay, but you all are doing the same thing. So of course, of course you don't. Nobody's stepped out of that realm. You just really have to be mindful of the information that you're giving out because sometimes everyone isn't rooting for you, unfortunately. But the best way to combat that is to make sure you have those positive and encouraging people in your corner. You want them to encourage you to breathe life into you and to help you Find a mentor, a coach, or anyone who's going to be that positive support that's going to help push you in the direction you're trying to go to succeed, rather than telling these people who you see aren't achieving anything or going anywhere special, stop telling them what your plans are and then expecting them to be your cheerleader because they will not. 
I've made a promise to myself to make sure that I'm implementing some sort of self-care during the week for myself. I have a really hard time with self-care. I do not prioritize myself at all. And I'm trying to change that. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I feel like for a lot of women and mothers especially, self-care is always on the back burner because they're always doing something for their career or their family. Women are constantly trying to get and stay ahead because it's a lot harder for us. So I totally understand why and how it's so hard for us to implement some sort of self-care or not feel guilty when we do. The problem with that is when you don't implement some sort of self-care for yourself or take a break or lift yourself up or anything, you're just going to run yourself into the ground. I feel like there's this crazy misconception that moms can and should do it all. And honestly, we can't and we shouldn't want to. As much as we would like to control every aspect and just be that crazy superwoman that gets everything done and is just so happy and energetic and amazing and everything else, like it's not a real thing if you don't implement some sort of self-care. The happiest and most successful women I've seen or met in my life have all taken time out for themselves at least once a month at minimum. And usually when it's once a month, it's like a week-long girl's trip or a staycation somewhere with just themselves. I mean, we're not superhuman as much as the world would like to assume that we are yet still not respect us for it or all that we do funny we can't do everything it's just not possible when do you have time or take time to recharge your body and your mind think about that you need to make sure your health is in order as well mind body soul y'all these are things that you need in order to be successful and in order to do everything that you need to get done Your health is a very important part of that because if you aren't healthy, then guess what? You're sick or in the hospital or whatever ailment hits you. And now that's another obstacle that you have to go through because you just kind of threw your health on the back burner, which is totally me. I mean, we prioritize everyone else's health but our own. We are constantly telling people we have doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, braces appointments. I mean, whatever appointments our family members need, we got covered. Our kids, our husbands, our parents, our boyfriends, even our grandparents, but never ourselves. My husband and I are learning that health is definitely an important part of life in general, and especially sleep, y'all. Like, you don't realize how important sleep is, but it is very important. I mean, you can't expect to run forever and not maintain your health. I'm, it's like buying a car and driving the car every day, but never doing any maintenance on it whatsoever and expecting it to last forever. Eventually, dash lights start coming on, fluids need to be changed, tires need to be rotated, just a whole to-do list of maintaining a vehicle that's not even a living, breathing thing. So why would you assume or neglect the fact that you are a human body and you need maintenance? Again, I say, mind, body, soul, y'all. It's just got to be a well-oiled machine all around. I'm the worst with my health. I definitely put it on the back burner. Even my dental health is on the back burner. I mean, I already said in another episode that dental is hella expensive, but eventually I'm going to get better with that because that is also necessary in life because bad teeth can also lead to poor health problems. And it's just all around your body. You got to keep it up. It's not going to run if you don't maintain it and you just really have to implement some sort of self-care get regular checkups make sure you're making yourself a priority as well because 
we need you here, babe. And that can't happen if you aren't taking care of yourself. We all know nobody wants dads to have to fend for themselves with the children. We've seen how that looks when we leave them alone with the kids. Mitch match socks, PJ pants, and rain boots. <laughs> Sorry, dads. We love you, but mamas do it better. We've got the magic touch. Hey, y'all. It's Lola here, host and producer of the Awkward Mom Stays podcast. And let me tell you, hosting and producing this podcast is not easy. I had no idea what I was doing, and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way. From hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it. They let me know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you are a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can definitely click the link in the show notes, and it will take you to Buzzsprout, and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. Side note, though, my son literally was obsessed with Spider-Man for the longest. He actually still loves him at 11, but when he was younger, he ma- he made me let him wear this Spider-Man costume that his grandma bought him literally every day, y'all. I mean, we were at the grocery store, we were out and about, and here's my son in a Spider-Man costume and sneakers. Then my youngest is obsessed with princesses. And so my dad and stepmom sent her a trunk full of dress-up princess dresses, shoes, crowns, the works. And she literally wore a princess dress every day, every single day for two months straight. She would even try and wear her princess heels to school. And I'm like, girl, nobody wants to hear that clickety-clacking through the hallway. I'm already ready to buy some earplugs. So I highly doubt your teacher wants to hear that either. Teachers go through enough as it is. Has anyone else had a child or children go through a costume phase where they like did not take it off or is that just me? It can't be me y'all. You know where you're being followed around all day by a small person, a diaper or undies following you around until the washer and dryer has finished with their costume in it so they can put it back on for the nine millionth time. I mean, toddlers are real sticklers for their busy days being interrupted by mom needing to wash the costume they want to practically live in forever. Honestly, I kind of loved it though, because the innocence of a child is just the best. And they're so funny and imaginative. They're like little drunk people without the alcohol. It's the best free entertainment out there, y'all. All right, y'all. Well, that's this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed this little mental health check-in. I'm going to start doing this once a month because I think it's really important. And as we all know, I'm very big on mental health. So obviously a mental health check-in once a month was fitting for the podcast. Make sure you tune in next week because I've got a mindset shifts and behavioral pattern resets expert on the podcast. We're talking all about health healing the relationship with oneself and ending the outsourcing of one's self-worth. This is a great follow-up to a mental health check-in I feel because she's the perfect expert to help you with your mindset shift and achieving your dreams and goals. You got to get out of your own way. I mean I know I do. 
So let's keep working on our minds and bodies this week. If you need an accountability partner for something, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at the awkward mom stage or email me through the email in the show notes, the awkward mom stage at gmail.com. I'd love to be your accountability partner. We're in this together. As always, if you haven't already, please, please leave me a written review on the podcast to let me know you're listening and you love it. It would mean so much to me. If you'd like to donate, you can donate to the podcast as well with the buy me a coffee link. Or if you can't donate, just simply show the love by screenshotting this episode, tag me at the awkward mom stage on Instagram and share it so I can reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as well as a thank you. That's it for this episode, y'all. I'll see you around on Instagram and I'll talk to you next week. Happy hump day and have a wonderful week. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola.